0: Thanks for downloading MyMac Podcast number 206. This week, Sam Levin, and from one of my favorite software companies, Freeverse, Brian Akaka.
1: The next generation of radio. It's the MyMac.com Podcast.
0: And it's another exciting week in the Mac world, and starting off the show, I've got Sam Levin with me. Hello, Sam. Hey, how you doing? Good. We're going to get to your cool Mac picks a little bit later in the show, because you're going to actually be with me for the entire show this week. Absolutely. I'm very excited. Uh, We have Brian Akaka. He's from Freeverse Software. He was last with us way, way back in February, show 169, and that was even before the App Store came out. Hello, Brian. Hey, Tim. You, you, you gave us uh, some previews back then, uh, some teasers about what you guys were going to do in the app show in the uh, app store, and what is it now? It's uh, eight months later. The app store is out. You guys have nine applications up in the app store.
2: That's right. We've been pretty busy. Um, we have nine titles now. We're, we're planning for another three or four in the next couple months. So
0: Domination, right? That's what you. That's going what
2: for. we're going for. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: So what's it like developing and selling software on the iPhone? Is it working out good for you guys? Is there things that you would like to see more open or just happy the way it is?
2: Well, you know, we're, we're thrilled with the way things have been going so far. Our games have been uh, doing very well. We have the number one game right now. Sure, there's been some rough spots, you know, uh, with the NDA and the whole uh, review process in the App Store. But it well, looks the NDA like has
0: been dropped now. Right, well, and it has extent. now
2: been trapped. So that's a that's a great sign as far as you know helping developers to put out better software and get more information.
0: Yeah, yeah just to being able to communicate with other developers it's gonna go a long way for a lot of other developers to make the products better and for us, the end user, the, the people that are using these applications, we're gonna have more feature and robust applications out there that we can use because you guys can start talking to each other.
2: That's right. So we're very excited about the fact that that's been dropped now. We're very happy.
0: So the number one
2: game right now? Yep, is Moto Chaser, which is our motorcycle racing game.
0: Now, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, but I'm pretty sure that I was watching an Apple commercial for the App Store, and I happened to see Moto Chaser as like the main game that they're showing on.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, we actually didn't have any idea that Apple was going to use our game for that commercial, so...
0: Oh, we, see, I was sitting here online. thinking they, they must have, you know, got permission to to show their, you know, the, the property of somebody else, software running on this device, but they didn't do that then.
2: Well, they, they got permission from us, but they didn't tell us exa- exactly what they were going to be using the release for. They had to sign a release form, and... We said, sure, you know, you want to promote our game? Go ahead, any way you yeah. want to do it. it Twist our arm. TV. Right, exactly. <laughs> Free advertising. So,
0: so now every time you see it on TV, you guys are all high-fiving, right?
2: That's right. I have to I, stop whatever's going on, point it out to everyone in the room.
0: I it, The first time it came on, I went, hey, check it out. And Julie's like, you've got that game, what? And I went, no, I know the people behind. I, <laughs> I talked. It's one of my favorite companies. It's from Freeverse. And she just looked at me like, whatever. Yeah, she nerd. not get it. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get it. But I'm like, God, that's so cool that they're showing you know, Moto Chaser right there on the TV. And if you're going to go to the App Store, if you already own an iPhone, that's probably going to be one of the apps you're going to look at now. I mean, it's, it's right there in the commercials. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So do you think that had a lot to do with bumping you guys up to the number one spot? But then again, Moto Chaser was, has always been in the games within the top 20 since it came out.
2: That's right. Moto Chaser was a launch title, so it was there right at the beginning when the App Store went live, and it was doing well. You know, it was uh, up there in the top twenty, I'd say. But the added publicity of the television show, television commercials, as well as it being on Apple's website, really did help push it over and take it to the top. So, and and, and guys,
3: remember the video. Who did the first video? Of that, that was you, of, uh, Sam.
2: That was you.
3: At the app, at not only the launch, the launch, but the 3G launch in the retail store. So if you go to um both, I think it's on Freeverse's site and, Tim, you posted it as well. I think
0: yep, you did. Yep, I sure did. You so, know what you ought to do with, uh, with Apple, Brian? Mm-hmm. You should give them 30% of all sales for this game.
2: Sounds totally. like a reasonable deal,
0: yeah. You, you already are. <laughs> Yeah, that's reasonable, I think uh my five year old and I usually every night when she goes to bed, my wife reads her a story and sings to her. They sing together, really. Uh-oh. If it's my turn to put her to bed i don't i I'm not going to sing and sometimes I'll read her a book, but what she really likes to do is she says, "Dad, can you put me to to bed tonight? Sure, can we play with the iphone uh-huh. okay and one of the games that she's really into is flick bowling I mean it's like we'll lay down she's laying right snuggle right up against me and I'm holding the iPhone out in front of us and she's like I I ask her what do you want to play and I've downloaded a lot of you know dr- little drawing programs and stuff like that tic tac toe stuff that a 5 year old can play and she always says I want to play the the bowling with my thumb <laughs> and so that's that's her main game on the iPhone flick bowling
2: well, That is great to hear. I'm glad she's enjoying it.
0: She is. She's very much enjoying it. In fact, I think that was just updated, wasn't it?
2: Uh, yes, it was. We added some new courses and a few other tweaks to make it a little bit better.
0: She she tends to rotate the phone to the left or the right, depending on where her ball is going inadvertently. So that might be something you guys can add to a, a, a major revision of this game. Allow someone to kind of jinx the ball the other way. It's kind of cheating because you can't really do that in bowling, but it's not really bowling anyway.
2: Right, right. That's not a bad idea. I mean, and if that's a five-year-old's natural inclination, that's probably, you know, some real innate intuitive controls. That's so, yeah. free
0: market research for you right there. I like it. You know, she flicks it, and then she'll, if it looks like it's going to be a gutter ball, she will literally move and tilt it to the other way. Go that way, go that way, go that way. And I never <laughs> told her. I don't think she's ever played a game other than, like, monkey ball on it, and she was bored with that pretty quickly. Because uh, it was just too difficult for her. Um, right. That you could move the phone to control things. But that's the only other game she's ever done that with. But she intuitively thought if I move the phone this way, the ball should fall that way. So, I don't know, it might be something you guys can look at in the future.
2: Yeah, definitely. So is she beating you at bowling already?
0: Oh, yeah, she kicks my butt at bowling. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, I sure have to match. throw a couple gutter balls to keep it close. But at least at the beginning, nowadays, she's probably just as good as I am, if not better. No kidding. Um, but I think it's the small screen really plays well with a, a, a smaller child. Uh, it <laughs> looks bigger to her maybe, and her fingers are more nimble than mine. so she, She's just better at it. But I can kick her butt at uh, racing games on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. So. That's
2: good. <laughs> Hold to on have, to that as long as yes, you can.
0: I still have my manhood a little bit. <laughs> Plank is a new game from you guys.
2: Yes, uh, Plank is our most recent release. It's a puzzle game that's also um, based on the accelerometer. So we think it's the first game of its type, where it's a puzzle game that's almost exclusively based on uh, tilting the, the iPhone around.
0: I don't have it yet. I plan on getting it. How much is it?
2: It's 199 I I, I oh, just, super I just expensive downloaded thing. it. I just <laughs>
3: downloaded it, and um, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, I just... Just downloaded it, guys. Now, the uh, the, you, the answer to your question about the only game, actually, the first one that came out that uses exclusively the accelerometer is Labyrinth. Ah, uh, I stand corrected. That, and yeah. Labyrinth has a, well, they did have a free version. I think it's still free. And then they've got this uber-duber version that's really expensive. I, I'm not sure why, but... And so, you remember the Labyrinth game that you used to play? Remember that? Anyway, so that's on the iPhone, and they did a very nice job of it. So
0: yes, I'm looking absolutely. at the screenshots for Plank, and wow, it's really great graphics. Yep. yep. Um, how is it programming for the the iPhone as far as graphically? I mean, is it, it are games just now starting to take a little bit of advantage of it, or are we still really in the infancy of what we can accomplish with the iPhone graphically?
2: I think I think graphically, you know, we've kind of shown what it's possible what is possible just with the fact that it does have limited screen space. So you're not going to be able to fit something super high resolution onto it, but you know it has a great screen and a powerful processor, so I think that that we will see better and better graphics in our games going forward. Uh, we have a game coming out, Flick Fishing, which I can tell you is the huh. best game, best looking game that we've ever made.
0: I have to say just the, the title, Flick Fishing, I'm already mm-hmm. interested. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, fishing on that? Oh, that might be pretty cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah so how do you great.
0: control it? Do you literally flick the iPhone or is it finger flicking?
2: Well, you have two options. You can do it either way. So you can hold it in your hand and flick your wrist like you're casting a line and that'll work or you can actually run your finger up the screen and that'll simulate it if you want to be a little more careful with your, you know, $600 device. Don't want Here's to drop qu- it.
0: Yeah, no no doubt. Now, Freeverse isn't a huge company.
2: No, we're fairly small.
0: How do you guys balance developing for the iPhone and then devel- developing for the Macintosh? I mean, you've got limited resources, and right now, obviously, the iPhone apps are hot, and it's probably making you guys a lot of money, especially with the number one selling game. Um, how do you guys balance that, or are you not even worrying about that yet?
2: Well, we, you know, we definitely want to stay in the Mac development market, and we want to continue to put out Mac games. But for the past couple months, we have been really focusing on iPhone and trying to build up our library of games that we're going to be releasing So that has been where our efforts have been. But now, going forward, we're going to try to uh, put a little more attention back into the Mac market. Because we definitely know that there's a lot of people out there that want games for their Mac. And they want new games. So we want to help them get those games.
0: Are you guys looking at developing any non-games for the iPhone? I mean, I know you have Tranquility, which... Right is isn't necessarily a game, but it kind of falls into that realm as more entertainment. I know it's for relaxing, but it's not a productivity app. It's nothing that you really interact with necessarily. Um, Are you guys looking at developing any kind of software for the uh, iPhone?
2: No. Right now, we're just sticking with games. We feel like that's really our expertise, and so that's where we want to stay for now.
3: Cool. What about Android?
2: Android. You know, that's interesting. We've been watching the developments as far as the new phone and the new marketplace, we haven't started developing for it yet, but we're definitely uh, interested in it and we're probably going to be bringing some games to Android in the future
0: It's kind of an interesting situation with Android and the iPhone Um, Right now I don't think that the Android and I haven't had one myself I've never used one, I've just heard stuff online and looked at pictures and that sort of thing but it seems to be that this is going to be the true competitor to the iPhone. And as a developer, obviously you want more than one platform to develop for. That's where the money is going to come from. But do you think that Android is going to really compete with the iPhone at this point? Or do you think it's Apple's already won?
2: I think it's going to be a real tough job for Google to really try to compete. I mean, look at Microsoft Zoom compared to the iPod iPod had so much momentum behind it that by the time the Zoom came out, uh, the you know, the battle was over. Uh, with that being said, you know, Google is trying to reach out to different phone manufacturers and really trying to get multiple products out. So perhaps with that kind of strategy where they can come at the iPhone from different angles, maybe that's their way to compete. Do you think um, the
0: open architecture is going to help them?
2: I think so. I think so. I think it will definitely provide an alternative to the to the Apple's very closed garden, you know, walled off garden, and so I think a lot of people are going to prefer that.
0: I think the uh the big advantage with the Android platform is they're not tied to one carrier like Apple seems to enjoy with AT&T. There's a lot of people that really like the iPhone that I personally know, but they're not going to go with AT&T. They just don't like AT&T or there's not very good coverage where they live. So they're or going to they have a other-
2: great deal with Verizon, yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly. You know, if they got a family plan with, you know, two or three phones, they don't necessarily want to switch over to AT&T. So when the Android comes to their cell phone carrier, hmm, I think Apple's going to have a problem eventually.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. You know, but I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that Apple has a plan for that as well. Maybe they <laughs> have a Verizon iPhone on the way, I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. I think they just re upped another 3 years with uh AT&T if I wasn't mistaken at oh, the did last Yeah, okay. sure. Um it doesn't really affect me because I am an IT or AT&T customer now. <laughs> right. Now you <laughs> they are. They got me. <laughs> well, and I switched. I switched from uh, Altel, which who okay. I wasn't really happy with, but I was with them for almost 10 years. And mm-hmm. I switched to AT&T just because of the iPhone. I thought, "Well, you know what? I being the publisher of mymac.com, um at minute didn't exist then." I really do need this device because we're going to be talking about it a lot, and I don't want to talk from ignorance. So I went ahead and made the switch. It was very painless to switch my phone number. So if anybody is like, I don't know, I've had this phone number for a long time, you can take your phone number with you now. Don't forget that. So that's kind of an advantage. But there's still a lot of people, Sam, that doesn't want AT&T.
3: I know. I know. My sister is Verizon, and... Indiana, and she's
0: got the family plan. There's no way. There's no way that she's going to change. Well, I've talked to you on the phone, Sam, and there's areas in San Francisco you, which you would think would be just blanketed with cell phone coverage that we can't talk on the phone because the, the iPhone or AT and T just doesn't cover that area well. Now Verizon's
3: better, in my opinion. The coverage is way, way better, but you know they don't have the iPhone, and that's you know, I, I gotta.
0: I mean. I need an iPhone for what we do. I mean, so. Well, I like the iPhone too. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think it's a fantastic device. It obviously it's changed Apple's business, but it's changed me too. I'm using the phone to access information that I really never was able to access. If I'm over at my parents' house, I can still get email. Um, right. If I want to show my mom a quick video, they don't own a computer over there. They're very uh, they're afraid of technology. If I want to show her a quick video on YouTube, I just pull out the the iPhone and boom, there it is. It's a little slow; it's the first generation, it's, and we don't have a three G coverage here in where I live. But it's quick enough for her. You know, I show her a little video, hold up the iPhone, she holds it, she thinks it's great.
2: No, well, I completely agree. I think it's very revolutionary. Just that any kind of question that you might have, boom, you just pull out your iPhone, open up Google, and there's the answer right there. You know, It's unprecedented to have that at your fingertips.
0: If there was one thing, and this is uh, we'll start for both of you guys, and I'll start with uh, Brian. If there's one thing that you could have added to the iPhone, not third-party apps or anything, just something that you're really missing from the iPhone, Brian, what do you think is missing from the iPhone?
2: Well, that's a good question. Um, I think that one, the main thing for me, my chief complaint, is uh, having a, a Wi-Fi toggle that would be more accessible than having to go into the settings and then into the Wi-Fi settings in order to turn Wi-Fi on and off. Because I do that, you know, two or three times a day to save on battery.
0: And I would Yeah, love that's for a it kind to be of a, a pain. painless.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: What about you, Sam? And by the way, I totally
3: agree with Brian. I'm always toggling that on and off. And they should just make it enabled. If they're going to do it only software, Brian, at least... Allow you to click on the menu somewhere and easily get to it instead of.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they put the the airplane mode on the top screen, on the top level of the settings. Why not have the Wi Fi there?
3: Right, so. Right, no, I agree with you. So, and I think that someone will come up with the utility like they did with hierarchical Apple menu. Remember that? Ham? Anyway, uh, that was years ago. So, my biggest thing is. built-in video slash audio recording. Um, right now, this is the most powerful phone in the world. Uh, its It's got the most powerful OS. Uh, it, it can outflank any smartphone, uh, yet they won't build it in. And I don't understand other than uh, maybe they're waiting to make it absolutely 100% perfect, but... These little phones are doing it. They're not, some of them are doing a lousy job, some do a really good job. So, why, what's the holdup? And I'm not quite sure, but I suspect it's like until they got eyesight right with iChat, they weren't going to release it.
0: So, um, that's my biggest want. Mine is a pretty simple one. I miss voice dialing that I had on my real cheap flip phone. There was nothing easier that if I'm driving down the road that I pick up the phone and uh, you know, flip it open, click a button on the side, and I go, you know, call home, and it just called home. I didn't, you know, the iPhone is not intuitive if you're driving down the road. Now, Sam, you're in California. You can't do that, but I could still do that here on the East Coast, um, use my phone in, in the car. But I really miss voice dialing. I think that was just a, a very intuitive way to use a cell phone, to, to make calls and, and yeah. that sort of thing. That's what I miss. <clears throat> have you guys ever used voice dialing on an old cheap phone?
2: Uh, little I bit. have actually, and it's it works like a charm. It's, yeah, it, it does. is Kind of ridiculous that they couldn't put that into the the OS.
0: Well, I, I think there eventually. Is a third party. A yeah, third but then you app. have to launch that application before you do it. And at that yeah. point, while well, I'm holding the phone and you know pushing the touch screen, anyways, so what's the difference?
2: Yep, one more yeah.
0: step. And one more step, exactly. I mean, right now. When I double click my home button it takes me to my phone favorites and then you know, I keep that relatively small. I don't want to have to scroll through my favorites. So it truly is just my favorites. It's like four or five numbers that I call um very, very often. Which by the way, Sam, you're in that list. Wow. So you should feel very <laughs> Tim's special. Five. You're in my, you're... It's actually six, I think. Yes, it is six. Yeah, actually um, you, Tim's in mine too, yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> um I still think it would be so much easier just a voice dial. Just pick up the phone and say, you know, call Sam. Actually, that's a commercial, I think, at least here on the East Coast. So, what's new from uh, Freeverse coming up that you can't tell us about?
2: Oh well, I have plenty that I not speak to you about. Um, where to begin? We have. Uh, well, you know, I told I talked a little bit earlier about our Flick Fishing game, which I think is. Is gonna really be a hit. I think a lot of people are gonna enjoy it.
0: I think Touch and Arcade had some pictures of that, didn't they?
2: Yes, they did, and they have okay. a video too. So if anyone's interested, please go check it out, and uh, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about as far as the graphics and the animated living environments. It's it's really phenomenal.
0: It's I like find that video. I'll find that video in uh, on YouTube, and I'll post it up at AppMinute.com as well. Uh, on the yes, weekends, I usually do. post eight to 10 videos that I find on YouTube. That's iPhone related. And, uh, within the last week or two weeks, that's pretty new. Have you seen the video? What is that called? Sam? The one that I said was the greatest video ever for the iPhone. Uh, the guy singing.
3: Oh, 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 what is it called? I have an
0: iPhone. I have an iPhone.
3: I have an iPhone at the end. He goes, I have respect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It's great.
2: It's the
3: ladies.
0: Yes. Um, have you seen it? No, Brian. I
3: haven't
2: seen it. No.
0: Oh, uh, let me see. I want to. I'm going to do a quick search. I have an iPhone. I got Ad it. Minute. You got it. Uh, I. Have- well, that's not good because I'm going to actually play it. I'm going to play it right here on the. Uh... Oh, that didn't work. Let's see. Best video ever. I think that's the phrase that I used. Eh, no, it's not there either. Mm.
3: Let's see. I'm looking.
0: What's that guy's name? I can't think of it. If I could think of it, I would. I would have it up already. What I what I was planning on doing is just unplugging my headphones, turning on the speakers. Well, it's
3: on. It's on app minute, right?
0: Well, yeah, but I don't have it like right here. Okay, I figured it out. I'll just click video, and it should start up. Um. Weekend video, weekend video. It was before I started using. Oh, look, I got a video called Plank from Freeverse up there. Uh, Here it is. I've got an iPhone, the musical. Okay, you guys can't talk for a minute because I'm literally going to unplug my headphones. So if you talk, you'll be over the speakers and the microphone will pick it up. So don't say anything. I'm clicking the, uh, the button now. And here he comes.
1: I have an iPhone. I have an iPhone.
0: It's just ridiculous. I
3: have an iPhone. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry, PS3.
3: I have an iPhone. (laughs) I have an iPhone. I have an iPhone.
0: Okay, that's enough of that. I think that's the new Chocolate Rain, personally. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so ridiculous that it's funny. You know what I mean? It's so funny. It's great. Uh, I'm going to
2: have to check that out. So there's a link to it on App Minute?
0: Uh, if you, yeah, it just... Uh, I got blah, it blah, blah, I'll blah, blah. here. I'm sending you the link right now here. You don't and have to For worry. those listening, I'm, it's called I've Got an iPhone... If you just do a search for I've got an iPhone, you'll find matter. it. doesn't just matter. Or just do a search for a video of the week. Gave, I just gave okay, Brian away. It. Done. Uh, and I'll I'll post a link to this up on uh, show 206 in the notes, I've got an iPhone video. Because it's just it's horribly bad, but yet funny. the oh, way, anyway, so- Sam. You just sent that to me, not to uh, Brian. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I know. I sent it to both of you. Oh, okay.
3: Cool. Yep, I got it. I got
0: it. Well, thank you. So, Thanks, Sam. Yep. let's let's assume that Freeverse is going to make um 200 million dollars by the end of the year because that would be, nice. Guys are just, that would be <laughs> nice do you guys plan on expanding how many people are working at freeverse
2: uh yes I mean actually we are growing as a company so we have hired some new coders new artists we're we're going full speed ahead and we really want to be able to you know, have the resources to work on all the different projects that we'd like to. So we are you, you, growing.
0: I've got an idea for you. You should hire like a very mildly, not really talented podcaster. And oh,
2: <laughs> interesting. And the, he can describe what we're doing to the yes, world. Yes, he can I describe like
0: what you're doing to the world. And yeah, it's community outreach. That's what it is.
2: I'll have to, I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll try not to hold my breath. Uh, Brian, I want to thank you for coming on this week. It's uh, been a lot of fun to have you on. And like I said back when you were on show 169, that we'd have you back after the iPhone was released. You guys have spent some time programming for the iPhone and let us know what it's like to be a developer. And it sounds like you guys are doing great from the the quality of the games that I've played that you guys have produced over the last, what, five months or so. Yep. It's fantastic. You guys are doing a great job. And thank you very much for developing on the iPhone and and giving us some really cool software, man.
2: Hey, well, it's our pleasure. Uh, thank Thanks. you for having me.
0: Looking for a good hard drive? Check out Other World Computing. Right now, you can get a 1-terabyte Neptune drive. 5,400 RPM FireWire 400. External. It's a complete solution using the Oxford 934 SATA chipset. 169 bucks. That's right, $169. bucks. one terabyte OWC drive. Check them out at otherworldcomputing.com, or check show notes 206 from the MyMac podcast. And I'm back with Sam Levin. Hello, Sam Levin. Uh, Hello there, Tim. So let's kick it off with uh, cool Mac picks. And first, thanks to Brian for jumping on the show with us for, uh, oh, about 25, 26 minutes. Uh, I'm glad it's Freeverse is doing well. It's a good company, and uh, I, I wish them all the success because I think they deserve it, and they're making some really cool stuff for the iPhone.
3: Oh God, their stuff is so good. I mean, my my favorite on the Mac was Burning Monkey Solitaire, and that I, got me hooked.
0: You know, we talked about Burning Monkey when Brian was on the show originally, and I yeah. literally went and put some of the sounds from Burning, Burning Monkey Solitaire <laughs> into the podcast. It was just great. It, it just isn't that great. It, fabulous game so what's a cool mac picks i bet i know the 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 first cool mac picks without even looking at the list i bet i know what it is okay well the the cool mac
3: picks for this week is apple's macbook pro you suck and it we can say macbook as well but really um i'm specifically talking about macbook pro because right now i'm talking to you on a macbook
0: pro I have to so, cough for a second, Sam. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Okay, it's so, cleared out. Now.
3: So, um, you know, we all know Apple came out with a, a, a complete redesign, and this is not just some rev that uh, they just upped it. You know, they did up it in gigahertz speed, so build to order. You can get a, a MacBook Pro up to 2.8 gigahertz. You got um, the 2.5? I have a 2.5. It's got a 300 uh, gigabyte internal hard drive it's got four gigabytes of uh, memory and um, i don't know I, about video actually i should um do about this mac and see uh what yeah, see the video, what video is. chips in
0: there it should be I, that brand new chip
3: well i'm i mean you can get i think it's build to order for the video uh to get a uh, double video memory so let's see i'm i'm on the system profiler and i'm looking at uh should I look at hardware? No.
0: No. Uh, yeah, hardware. Because no, it's
3: not, it's not going to say hard, or built in. Here we go. Uh, L2 cache, 6 megabytes, 2.53 gigahertz, Core 2 Duo, uh, bus speed. No, no, no. L2 cache. No. Graphics, display. Mm-hmm. Graphics. NVIDIA GeoForce 9400. Uh, display, and it says also NVIDIA Geoforce 9600 MGT.
0: Right, so you got the two graphic chips in there. Yep, it's two of them. And how so, much of uh, RAM does it have? Four gigabytes. Four gigabytes of VRAM? Oh, VRAM, sorry. Um, I'll say that's
3: VRAM, a whole machine. <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> VRAM is 256 megabytes of... Okay. of
0: so that's... That's the, the one step down from the best card you can get. Right. And honestly, for the speed benefits that, and the, the power benefits you get, but yet the benefits of a whole lot more money, so it's not really a benefit, unless you're playing a lot of games, I really don't see the need for the, the top-of-the-line video card. And if no, you've but, got the money to burn, go ahead, but I don't but know.
3: But when I click underneath it <clears throat> on the other
0: NVIDIA Geoforce 9600M GT, uh-huh. It says 512 megabytes. Oh, then, then that's the one with uh, the super powerful chip. You've got right. uh, uh, your 300 megahertz less than the top-of-the-line MacBook Pro. Okay. The, my only consolation is that I know you can't keep that, Sam. That's a loan from Apple.
3: I know. It's a, it's, it's a bummer. But uh, the nice thing is is that the the design is completely different. It's now an um, extruded piece of aluminum that they used to do the, the casing. Um, How's the, the keyboard? The keyboard is different as well Before the keyboard was the um, aluminum I think it was aluminum on the yeah. MacBook Pro This is now, I think it's, um feels like it's plastic um, But it could be it,
0: some kind of a metal It's kind of hard to tell with keys
3: It's hard to tell, I'm not sure if it is um, It's
0: backlit, of course What about uh, the clicking? Because it doesn't have a mouse button anymore it's the, It is part of the trackpad Right. Have you tried, like, double-clicking and then dragging, and how yes. does that work?
3: Yeah, you can. The trackpad now is bigger by, oh, 30 25%, but the entire trackpad is the mouse. So if you hold down on it or press down, that enables the click or drag as well, but click. Um, is it and, intuitive, though? Does it feel very, natural very, to do it? Very, very natural. And of course, they incorporate the new, uh, firmware, which they incorporated with the last MacBook Pro, uh, rev so that you can, um, pinch and you can. Yeah, it drag uses
0: gestures.
3: Gestures. So for iPhoto, for other companies that are incorporating photo gesturing, it, it uses that. And, um, it's, very, very, the keyboard's easy to use. Um, it's a little different. The keys
0: are a little different now. Well, they're not a little different. They're quite a bit different. They're more squared than hmm. before. So it's um, more like the uh, the keyboard that comes with like an iMac. Kind of like that, exactly. Yep. Kind of like that. Um, now, now, of course, you've only been using it at all for just a couple hours, so you've still got a lot more testing and, and playing with it. But overall, yeah. so far, happy.
3: A lot, I'm happy it's, uh, it closes and opens. There's no more, uh, latch.
0: Yeah, I I won't miss that at all with, with my MacBook Pro.
3: Right. So it closes and opens like the uh, MacBook did. Oh,
0: that's nice. That means my mail has imported. Wow. So, and it was doing that on the machine that you're talking to us with Skype on.
3: Yeah, actually I'm doing that and and basically it imported 40,000, uh, mail Messages in
0: minutes. So, what's the cool <laughs> app picks this week? The, the app minute cool picks.
3: Uh, gosh. Well, there's a couple of them. And, um, the first one is from, uh, well, it's called gem, I gemby, I D J E M B E. And, um, you know, the, um, uh, you know what a conga drum is, right? Sure. Or, or bongos. Yep. Well, this is an African version of that. <clears throat> and I think it 's really, really cool, and uh, <laughs> you basically have your, your like conga drum on your iPhone, and it 's hilarious, and different parts of the Gembi emit different sounds just like they would if you were holding it in your hand um, and <clears throat> it 's ninety nine cents, so it 's pretty inexpensive, <clears throat> and you can just bang away as if you're banging on a real drum cool. So oh, I think it's cool. I'd like to see the incorporation of holding one finger on one part of the Gemby and then banging on a different part, and that still isn't incorporated yet. But
0: I think these these guys have done a really cool job. We've listed the uh, the App Store. Um, yep. So if you click on uh, iDeGemby or his next pick on uh, Show Notes 206, it'll actually launch iTunes, or if you're on your iPhone, it'll launch the App Store, and you can – Buy it right there. It's 99 yeah. cents. What
3: was the other app pick I emailed you? Sonic I, Vox. So, Sonic Vox, okay. What is that? That's kind of All a right. cool name. Okay, Sonic Vox is a um, a voice-changing app on the I iPhone. I posted
0: news about this at, up at Mac okay. Minute, or App Minute, I should say, and it sounded really cool to me, but that's right. as far as I went with it.
3: It's I tell you, it's hilarious. It's um, it's, it's inexpensive. As I said, it's ninety nine cents. It's from the same guys from Sonic. Cause uh, it's Sonic Mule. S M U L E. That's their uh, their company uh, name. But if you go on to go check out Sonic Box on the App Store, basically you launch it and you can start changing your voice and hmm. based on How you move the fingers on the screen, tone will change if you move it up or down or left or right. So there's different types of voices that it will, you know, change your
0: voice lower or higher. It's. So you record yourself and then do it or you do it while you're talking?
3: While you're talking, it, uh, it does it. So it's kind of weird. I know it sounds, they have a, the best thing about these guys is that they show a YouTube clip of what, how it works so that you don't have to sc- scratch your head because those screenshots are not good enough on the App Store. No, right. So, so you you go up to, um, let's see here, uh, my mail is, uh, Apple Mail is is still being updated because this is
0: a brand-new machine.
3: Anyway, um, I'm trying to go onto the website.
0: Um, Losing Sam a little uh, bit on Skype. Yeah, that's, that's because... Um, Okay, here. Do, here, do, we. do, do. Here, do. Smule. Okay, Smule. I think it's Smule. Smule. Well, we'll put a link up to it on the... Yeah, uh, put a link
3: up. It's yeah. it, my the Mac, even though this is... Fa- here, hold on.
0: Smule. Here we go. Um, it's 99 cents. I know that.
3: 99 cents. Smule. Here we go. Smule products. Here we go. Uh, Smule, that's all right. Smule.com. Go to Smule.com, and you'll see Sonic Vox, and you can go and you can see right on there. They show a YouTube clip, and you're speaking into the area that you speak into for your phone, and that's where it emits the sound as well. So um it's it's kind of fun. It's funky. It you know I still I still think that they can do a, a lot more to this, but. I've, I haven't seen anything like this,
0: um, so. I think we're going to see a lot more things like that, not necessarily a vocal changer, but a lot more fun, intuitive, uh, crazy stuff that no one's ever really thought about doing with a cell phone before on the iPhone because, obviously, I'm not a developer, neither are you, Sam, oh. uh, at least not a physical developer. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Um it's just easy to program for the iPhone, and this is a very powerful little phone. It's got 128 megs of RAM. It's got a nice screen, uh, intuitive features. We're right. gonna see a lot more for the iPhone now. This is the My Mac, and Mac is kind of the key podcast, and we talk about the iPhone a lot. But it's it's from Apple, and we cover Apple technologies, and it's just honestly, it's the most exciting thing happening in the computer universe right now. It's just it's amazing. So for those yeah. who don't have an iPhone and get sick of us talking about it all the time. <laughs> it's just the way it is it's, it's you know it's it's something different and we we kind of have to cover it
3: well the next the, the other reason that these are intriguing the iPhone and the the apps the apps are drawing people to the iPhone and one of the reasons is location based services yes. now uh, smule has also created a product called sonic lighter um and sonic lighter is a lighter that you can light and you know you can move your finger and the flames will change or move the iPhone and the flames will go left to right but what's really cool is you can click on the globe and it will show you in 3D around the world who's lighting up with their sonic lighter awesome and That's I, neat. I just think it's it's i know it's like a okay so what feature but this shows you what this technology is like and these guys at sonic at, uh, at Smule have done a really nice job with the user interface and design. And a lot of other companies are building location-based products and services from, you know, Pause Emotion to um, Urban Spoon to, gosh, Trapster. Uh, that's the speed trap. So, a lot of cool stuff.
0: Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
3: MyMac.com produces some of the best Mac-related podcasts out there. It made me a switcher. As an earth science teacher, I decided to take some of the knowledge that Tim and the rest of the MyMac crew produces for us each week and made a podcast devoted to all things earth science. I hope to give you some insights into just what it is that makes the world around us tick with a little pod safe music thrown into boot. So if you're interested in volcanoes, earthquakes, the weather, or even astronomy, check the iTunes store for Let's Get
0: Down to Earth science or go to cvscience.wordpress.com. And we're back and Guy Searle is joining us. Hello, Guy Searle. Hey, Tim.
1: Hey, Sam. Glad to be here. Hey.
0: Well, you know, we're recording on a different day. We usually we record the night before. That's the night that you have budgeted with the family and, you know, your schedule and everything. So you're always here on Thursday nights when we usually record the show. But Fridays... You're usually too busy to come on the show. You've got other things that you have to do, so I really wasn't expecting you. I, I see you show up on Skype, so we, we kidnap you for a little bit to end the show with.
1: Oh, that that That's cool. Good night. Um, we're out. No, yeah, not that I actually I actually have Taekwondo uh, with both my son, Guy, and Peter on Friday nights, but I've been feeling kind of under the weather lately, and I was like, you know what? I just don't want to do it. So I went ahead and dropped them off and picked up some stuff for the wife and here I am. Yay! And that's more information than anybody probably cares about.
0: So does oh. everybody know what happened seven years ago in Apple Land I this do. week?
1: Uh oh, what is it? The introduction of the <gasps> iPod.
0: That's right. That's well it <laughs> went on it wasn't the introduction. The introduction actually happened in September, but it oh. went on sale in October. Right. So That's the
1: seven year anniversary, uh, not anniversary, birthday.
0: Happy birthday, birthday iPod it's uh changed the world. It really really has changed the world probably unlike any other Apple product. Uh we'd all like to say that the Macintosh changed the world and it probably did, but the graphical user interface computer would have happened regardless of Apple. Yeah. Yeah, one starting way or know. not. Yeah. But the but and and let's give the competition credit, this wasn't the first MP3 player. No. But this was the first MP3 player that combined on. software Ie, iTunes, yeah. buying music via iTunes and syncing it with n- no headaches It's super simple to sync music to. Well, this well, to be, fair, to be fair, to be fair, iTunes didn't actually start selling music till, till Not some at time after that. Right, right. But but how popular was the iPhone when it? Or I'm sorry, the iPod when it first launched? It was only a Mac product. Right. Yep. And it was pretty like a expensive year, too. Two years before, exactly. It was like five ninety nine. I've gotten an original iPod, and uh, it still works great connected via FireWire, yep. um, black and white screen. But when you look at what the iPod has wrought, it's amazing. Uh, one of these days we're going to have to have, and, and I guarantee almost everyone listening to this podcast is listening to it, either on an iPhone or an iPod. And the iPhone wouldn't exist right now if it wasn't for the iPod. That's probably true. So we, one of these days we need to, to dedicate, maybe on the, the 10th anniversary of the iPod, if we're still doing this, podcast three years Uh, from now and we might be i mean we've been doing it for four now right um if we're still doing the podcast maybe we'll have to bump that up a little bit but we really (laughs) should dedicate an entire show to the ipod talking about all the different models um the changes that it 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 made worldwide i mean the iphone was something different it's i mean the ipod the ipod yeah i keep throwing iphone in there well the iPhone two. I mean it's that right. is the third coming for Apple well, I would say that's the fourth big thing. The first thing obviously was the Apple two. Right, then the Mac. Then the Mac. Then iPod and then iPhone. Now some people say, well what about the laser printer? What about the Newton? Those Nobody weren't remembers. game changers.
1: No, you know, I mean the, the the Newton really was some some amazing technology for its time, but it, it wasn't something that people were like crazy about.
0: No, and you could say the same thing with the, the Quick Take 100, the f- first digital camera that so, yeah. Adam came out with. Yeah. Way ahead of its time.
1: I've got
3: the Quick you Take 150. I got a 150.
0: Yeah. Yep. What, what was it? Like, uh, I don't even remember what the resolution on that thing was. I mean, It was, was like it was 280 new... 80 pixels, I think. K? 280K
1: right. pixels. It was, I no, remember
0: nothing. at the Macworld Expo 2000 show, January 2000, Adam Karnebog and I, he used to be the webmaster at my Mac. Uh, went to uh, that keynote and that's when they first showed mac os 10 and all that but he had a digital camera that you literally put a floppy disk in
3: yeah oh my god it oh, yeah, was a sony and sony i had yeah. it
0: i had it yeah the, ma- yeah the
1: mavica i think
3: yeah yeah i had it guess you know how many uh megapixels that was
1: oh it was small
0: three no
3: megapixels oh, no three no. pixels oh, no.
0: It no, no, like no. Green, a, Red, green, and was, yellow pixels. Was, it was between one, two, and one, four. <laughs> there, there was a, a tiny little elf in there with a crayon, <laughs> <laughs> like like you used to see on the Flintstones. That's right. <laughs> but you know, I've got my, know I mean? I've got, I got a picture of um, myself and Steve Wozniak standing next to each other in the auditorium right after the keynote, and uh, that was taken on that little crappy camera. I look at that picture now, and I'm like, God, I wish that was on like a a five or a seven megapixel camera. That would be awesome, but it is what it is. And you know, you move on, but anyways, yes, happy birthday
1: iPod. And,
0: uh, you think there's going to be many more?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, the iPod is going to continuously change. I think, um, that the way that it originally looked, which is kind of carried over into the classic is it's going to go away. I think that, you know, Steve jobs, in these types of devices, doesn't seem to like hard drives that much, so I think as flash memory comes down in price, it eventually will see a something between like the iPod Touch and the iPod Nano, but it'll be flash drive as well.
0: You see, FileMaker released Bento 2.0. Uh, kind of surprising because this is a product that launched a little less than a year ago. Right, most people heard about version. it. Yeah, most people heard about it during the last MacWorld Expo. I've got the first version, and it's nice, I, but I don't really use it for anything because I'm such a heavy FileMaker Pro user. So FileMaker sent me an NFR, not for resale, confirmation yeah. for the 2.0 version. I still haven't downloaded it, and I'm like, I, I don't Wish really know what I'm going to use one. it for. I could probably send you mine because I doubt if I'm going to use it, guy. Oh, okay. Um, it's one of those applications that when you use it and you use it a lot, I hear people really, really dig it. I just don 't see where i'm going to to need a new version of it and'm not using the first version
1: well i I kind of wonder you know wh- what's the uh, what's the buzzwords for this one as compared to the first version I, honestly i it's because I never used the other one very much i didn't really look into it a whole lot well Let's i i liked I liked how easy it was to use the first version of it. One of the things i didn't really care for was that you can't really share it online you you can 't say okay. You know, here's here's a and of course you know they want you to buy FileMaker Pro. Uh, here's a, a a quick generated little web page that you can type in information that's going to be saved over into Bento, and you know you can't do that with uh, with Bento. Exactly, and I, you know because I am such a
0: user of FileMaker <clears throat> Pro, it feels limited to me. It feels like, wow, why can't I do this or why can't I do that? It's really hard for me to wrap my head around it, so I'm probably not the person that should be reviewing this app for yeah. com because I'm a filemaker guy. I have been for years and years and years. So we need to get someone who's not into databases because I think that's where Bento is kind of geared towards, those who don't use database programs but really would like the convenience of kind of organizing and sorting right. and easy access to their information.
1: Well, the, the nice thing about Bento is that it really feels almost like an iApp. It you does, know, like absolutely. It, it could have been a, a, another section of the uh, the iLife suite.
0: Let me, uh, I, I'm going to look and see exactly when the, uh, so if you weren't listening to the show at the time, you can go back and listen to it. It was show number 202. It was called Spored. And I spent a lot of time talking about EA's Spore game. And I want to return to that for a minute, if you guys don't mind. Sure. At the time I, that we recorded that podcast, I was like halfway through one of the stages of Spore.
1: Right. And I was having a really good
0: hair. time. Yeah. But I was I was having a really good time with the game. I really enjoyed it. So I've played it more since then. My, my character is now, or my race is now into space. And uh, honestly the game just became extremely boring to me. And I hate to say that because this is a major game that was released on the Mac and the PC at the same time, which is pretty unheard of outside of Blizzard. I mean, especially for EA to release a game like this on the Macintosh on day one is fantastic. It's great. And I hope more game manufacturers start doing this rather than the big announcement a couple weeks ago, Call of Duty 4 is coming to the Mac, Oh, right, great. That's like a year and a half later than it yeah. came out on everything else. It's, a it's ridiculous. Game. It is a great game, oh, but I, I who's going at this point? Who's going to buy it on the Mac?
1: Everybody should. It's a it's, it is a great game. I'm sorry, yeah,
0: but if you're into those types of games, guy, most people have a home console at this point. You would have had this for a long time by now.
1: Well, I, I don't particularly like first person shooters on consoles. I th- I think that the the controls for them just don't feel right.
0: That 's all well, I, I, I I do I like them um, It took me a while to get used to first person shooters on a on a you know a PlayStation or an Xbox because prior to that, I was playing everything on the computer and it just felt real intuitive to use a mouse to aim and shoot and right and keyboard the arrow to keys around. to move and right. but once you start getting used to playing a console more, it feels weird going back with that being said though, man, sporge is just a letdown at this point. I almost have to tell people. You know, if you can get it on sale, go ahead. But, man, it's it's just not that fun. Once you get into the space level, it's, it's kind of repetitive. It's like, okay, we want you to go here and do that. And so that's about you, it. And that's it. And there's not a whole lot of changes to the game. You start unlocking new features. But the, the gameplay itself doesn't change. And I'm kind of disappointed because... Up until the point where I got there, everyone kept saying, oh, it's, this game is fun, but it's really about the space level. That's where really you understand Jackson. more about the game. Yeah. And to me, it was it's just the opposite. opposite. Um, up until that point, I kind of had, you know, it's, it's little characters on the screen. I had kind of a relationship with these guys. I, I created this race, and I could see them. And I could see them changing and growing and evolving. But once you get to space, it's just a spaceship. You You lose that intimate contact with your race. And so it just got extremely boring to me, and I'm kind of disappointed in it. Can you go back to the planet or planets that you've colonized and do anything there? Uh, not on the ground. You're still in your spaceship. So, I mean, you can go back and check out how they're developing and stuff like that. But I don't know. It just it loses a lot of its fun factor to me once you get to space. At first in, in space, you think, oh, this is kind of cool. But then after like an hour and a half of playing the space level, you're like, okay, this is getting kind of lame now. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, I I don't think I'll probably ever play it again because there's nothing there for me unless I want to go back and, you know, try one of the other types of races, a herbivore or, uh, you know, I I went with carnivore the first time I played and, you know, I was killing everything to advance. Um, But, yeah, I don't don't feel like starting over. It's like I've been there. I've done that. I'm not going to do it again. So I think that Spore has a very limited amount of replay value. I think it's going to appeal to a lot of people who like to build stuff in games. But, I don't know. For me, it just got really boring, unfortunately.
3: Oh, I haven't played it yet.
0: One one of the things that uh, I kind of miss is uh, the original Warcraft and Warcraft 2, that type of game. Those were fun. And I was just watching at GameTrailers.com. They have a Warcraft retrospective. And the first part is up there now. You can even watch it in high def. And the first retrospective is about the first two games. And I'm sitting there watching them, and I was thinking... You know, these games are 10 years old and, well, t- 10 years and 13 years old, I think. And, wow, they were so far ahead of their time, really. I can understand why they were so popular. They were so polished. They were so much fun. Why don't we have games like that on the Mac that's that well, addictive? You, you that know what fun? game
1: I really miss, and I, and I, and I can't believe that, that that they've kind of dropped the ball on, on re-releasing it, maybe updating the gameplay a little bit, is Myth. Oh, Myth
0: was a fantastic game, but the problem with
1: Myth Myth was that they were owned by
0: Bungie. Right. Bungie yeah. got bought out by Microsoft and was exclusive to the Xbox 360.
1: Or but they haven't done the anything. They haven't. Nobody's done anything with Myth, and it was you know Myth One and Myth Two were, I mean, just unbelievably fun games, and and just oh, absolutely. the whole I love them. landscape. And Remember
0: when you could use your, your keys to zoom down onto the battlefield and oh, your yeah. characters? And, yeah, having oh, dwarfs throw
1: explosives, you know. Oh, I mean, it was
0: great. And the it, skeletons, you just blow the crap out of them and yeah, they just kind of rain Or you all get all too close to
1: one of the zombies and, and he would explode. Yeah, it was a fat, yeah. And, and if you saw one, one of those it?
0: zombies lumbering towards your guys, you're like,
1: ah, get out of there! <laughs> <laughs> what,
3: about, what about mist? Mist? Now, you know I never problem, really got Myst, into
0: Mist. Mist uh, was, was great uh, when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, when it first came out. But if you look at it now, Sam, it, it's not that much fun. There's not a lot of interaction to that game, and I think games have got to the point of sophistication where Mist is almost passe. It's like, yeah, that was great back in '93 through '97, but you know, it was a it was the game that you would test out your graphic card with back in the day. Yeah. And if it looked like crap, you knew you had a bad graphic card, and so you wanted to buy a better graphic card for your machine. If you could. when you could actually buy a new graphic card for your
1: (laughs) machine. Yeah, I bought one for my old uh, UMAX C600, if anybody remembers those. hmm. We've talked about that before. I I have a fondness for the UMAX. I
0: never owned one myself, but I knew someone did, a guy named Mike Galt. And uh, that was a nice machine when he got that. I really liked it. I think he had the 9500, though. No. Oh, the one no, that was no. like
1: the 9500. You talking no, about the he, S900? He, yes, he had the S900. Where it had the door that would open up for yes. the uh, for the optical drive. That was a nice machine oh, too. Yeah, you could get that with a dual 604. I bet I can get that now for about ten bucks. Ten
0: bucks. Yep. <laughs> Which is kind of sad, but, you yeah. know, that's the way technology
1: but goes. I remember my C600, it had space for, it was like two or three drives, uh, possibly a second optical drive if you wanted it, and a whopping 128 megs of RAM. Wow. Now, you know, 128 megs of RAM was a lot of RAM back then. And it was a
0: lot of money to buy it, too. Yes, I know. I my The first RAM I ever bought was a 2 megabyte chip. And uh, it cost me like 480 bucks. I mean, it was unreal. And... uh what kind of machine was that? That was a Performa 410. Okay, yeah, and, like the uh, LC two or three. Yeah, I think it was a pizza two. box. It, so no, does, it wasn't quite a pizza box. It was a little narrower than that.
3: Don't you remember uh, what it took to make a Mac a Mac Plus? It was a mm-hmm. thousand bucks.
1: Oh yeah, my my well, uh, uh, Tim, you know Larry. Yes, Larry had bought a. Um, it was a Mac five twelve, and he bought it just before. Apple announced the uh, the five twelve, I think the five twelve K, the Fat Mac. Yeah. And he ended up buying this daughter board to put into it that would give it a, a scuzzy output and and do something else to make it into the the Fat Mac. And I think he ended up. I think he spent well over a thousand dollars to put that together.
3: 1985. Well,
0: yeah, my my uh, Performa four ten when I got it, it came with a keyboard, a mouse, and a modem, and uh, and a monitor. Twenty four hundred. Uh, what do you mean? The modem. The ba- Yeah, it was twenty four hundred. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I replaced that with a twelve hundred. No, um, ninety six hundred. Ninety six hundred. Yeah, that was, a next I big, that was that the. was
1: next big step up.
0: Yeah, but I replaced it with a twelve hundred baud modem, and then eventually a fifty six k. But I, you know, the the monitor that came with it was a uh, a thirteen inch monitor, and it worked, but it died on me within the first year. And I was, and that was quite upset mon- about it. So, yeah, it was an Apple monitor. Yeah, because so, they, like,
1: they had that, like, proprietary... Uh,
0: that plug. Um, yeah. hmm So I called up Apple, and I'm like, you know, th- this monitor is just dead. The colors are all wrong. Uh, if I leave it on for any length of time, it just dies. It just turns off. And they're like, well, what we're going to do, and this was kind of what won me over with Apple as a company. They said, what we're going to do is I'm going to send you a replacement monitor. When you get it, Put your old monitor back in that box yep. and we'll have all the return shipping and just ship it back to us. And I said, You don't want me to, you know, send you my monitor first? They said, No, 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 no problem at all. Isn't so I that thought, great? well, this is great. Yeah, well, huh. it gets better. So I thought this is great. This is exactly the kind of customer service that a company, especially a company like Apple that has this very expensive equipment right. that I just paid for less than a year ago, this is the way I should be treated. So here comes the box. And I thought, man, that's kind of a big box for a monitor. But, yeah, they probably want to protect it and all that. So I open it up, pull it out, and it's a 15-inch monitor. Oh, now, nice. a 15-inch monitor then was an extra, like, 400 bucks. Yeah. I mean, it was way expensive. So they replaced my 13-inch monitor, which really was like a 12.9 or 12-point... Yeah. I mean, it wasn't 13-inch. It was, it was 12 and some. Um, and it was a much better monitor. The color was... Twice as good. The screen looked huge to me. You, you look at a fifteen-inch monitor now, and you're like, "Oh, that's tiny." Yeah. But then, I mean, it was—I couldn't believe it. Apple sent me, Pro.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it was like a two hundred and fifty-dollar upgrade, basically. Yeah. Uh, all told, and I couldn't believe it. They sent me a better monitor. At, that it worked great, um, and I thought I'm never going to need a bigger monitor than this. <laughs> 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 I'd say that sitting in front of uh, not one but two monitors—one 24 more than inch and one's a amp? twenty-three inch. And I was blown away. That's the kind of customer service that Apple was renowned for at the time. Uh, are they now? Some people say yes. Some people say no. I haven't had any problems with enough equipment lately to to put that to the test personally. But I could tell you one thing: most companies aren't like that anymore. Sam. No. Not
3: what
0: not. do you think, Guy? You think any other companies kind of come close to that kind of
1: customer service anymore? No, and and one of the things that because I mean for a while Apple's Apple service, especially when their their market share dropped down to like two percent or so, and you know, hardly anybody was had retail stores that sold Macs. Um, one of the things I think that is that has really kind of brought their game up was when they started opening up all these Apple stores, and that allowed you know most people that live in metropolitan areas relatively easy access to not only buy. Apple Gear, but to take anything they have that isn 't working correctly to Apple and have them repair it
0: yeah I think that 's almost a, a a given nowadays if, if something goes wrong with your Mac or your Apple hardware, you just take it into the Apple store and they 'll probably switch it out for you or fix it or you know you 'll be treated
1: fairly yeah well that doesn 't always work out that way um, no, I had taken my kid's g five i Mac because it had it was a refurb, but it had some problems. And because they didn't sell that machine anymore, they couldn't just, you know, hand me a new one. So I had to go. It took like took them like a week to, and they, they ended up replacing the motherboard in it. Um, it took them about a week to get it back to me. That's not too bad, though. No, that's not
0: bad. But still, it would have been nice had they just sent. Get, a lot of times what happens with Apple, I know that uh, I got an email. It's been a couple weeks now. Actually, I think it's been a couple months. They had a problem with their G5. And it was top-of-the-line G5 right before Apple stopped selling them. Um, they bought the Apple care. They had a problem this year, took it into Apple, and Apple basically gave them the, the mid-range Mac Pro in exchange. They said, oh. they can't fix it. Here's a Mac Pro. And it had more RAM in it. It was like twice as fast. He was amazed. He was like, I, I can't believe that they did this. I'm so happy. I'm never buying another computer from anybody but Apple from now on. That's the kind of customer service that Apple needs to stay on top of and just help their 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 customers because we are what makes Apple Apple. Very yeah. much so.
3: so. So I have a question for you guys, okay? What this week has transpired in Mac land Anything technology related that you find the most interesting? What is
1: that noise?
3: What's that's that's my
0: dog Joaquin with his bone. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. it's like we're back at Chad Perry's house, isn't it, guy? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so he's he was
3: dragging you know this huge bone around. My dog's a Doberman. Anyway, so what's cool? What's cool about uh, has anything happened? Because I. Uh, something happened that I'll tell you about, but I want to first hear about anything cool that's transpired technology-wise?
0: Uh, on a global scale? Or yeah, it doesn't matter. What's well, cool? Personally, uh, personally, right when we started recording last week's show, I got in some garage band loops that I thought was really cool, and they sound great. Yeah? It's called uh, Make Music on Your Mac, and I like it a lot. I'm going to do the uh, the review. You can go to yeah uh, wwwsamples the number 4.com samples4 cool i'm on it and i yeah, I've, these I've sound got a lot great. of stuff
1: from them too and they have got some some great great loops for garage not only for garage but uh if you know anything that uses apple loops and actually uh anything that uses aiff or mp3 loops as well i mean yep. they have got a lot of stuff there at that store
0: I, this I uh, i'm i'm looking for the box and i'm not finding it where is it What's it called again? Uh, make music on your Mac. Well,
3: where is it? And there's like
0: 2,000 loops in this thing for GarageBand. It works they with uh, uh, the other, what is that guy, need... the other?
1: Uh, sir, oh, sure. um, like Logic. Uh, um,
0: anything that will take loops, it'll work with. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, I got the it. Only,
3: got it. Nick, my only problem yeah.
0: is there was no easy way to preview the the different songs. Are the different loops on here without you know literally opening each one, or at least doing a preview within the OS on the CD itself or on the DVD? Um,
1: but still, yeah, I mean, well, they do it a little bit different. I think that they compress them onto the disc, and then when no, you, they're
0: not compressed. They're AIFF files.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know these
0: guys I, are- I open up a directory and it's just a whole bunch of AIFF files.
1: Uh, but, well, yeah, there was there was some company that I'd gotten some loops from that did that though. I, yeah, I that's kind of a pain.
0: But, awesome. no, this is, uh, it, it sounds really, really good. I mean, yeah. so that that's probably, I would say, Sam, my cool thing of the week. Do you got something, Guy?
1: Uh, well, there was, we were talking about this just before we came back on the air, that they've discovered most likely uh, the person that, that did the fake Jobs heart attack, that it was a teen, and they haven't released much information on him. He's 18 years old, and it doesn't look like he did it. To for like financial gain or anything. He kind of did it for the lulls. And I think is this, he's... Is his name...
0: I, th- I think I heard about this kid. Um, is it Bark Simpson?
1: Uh, no, I think with
0: David Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why David Cohen hasn't been on the shelf. <laughs> now we get down to it. Okay, David Cohen. Busted. Yeah. What, so what do you got, Sam?
3: Well, th- it's not out yet, but they said that I could talk about it. And I just sent you guys... The quick little links from Quick. Um,
0: That's a video, so I'm not going to open it.
3: It's it's okay. It's a a streamed video that I created on the iPhone. So QuickQIK.com is known for doing mobile streamed video from phones. And they've only supported Nokia up until today. And uh, they haven't released it yet, but they have an app that's coming out. I've been using it. Uh, called Quick for iPhone. It's and going to be
0: officially released on on uh, the App Store? Yeah. And what's cool, guys, it
3: does not do any jailbreaking. It's completely legal, and it works. It, and this it, works it, with the iPhone? It, it I'm using it now. I just sent you the link from yesterday, from my iPhone 3 um, I I don't know if it works on a normal iPhone. I think it does. But... Um, I so it's think the same it's, same camera, yeah, I believe it does um and it it's nice because you just basically hit record and it starts recording live, so you can do a live broadcast, and anyone can watch it um, I want you know some niceties built in, but this is the first true video recorder i've seen that works, and wow. uh and they've done a really nice job. The UI is clean. Um, I don't know if there'll be a charge for it. Um, but I can't wait to be able to embed this on whether it's my Mac or App Minute or we're live on the scene and we can use our iPhone to do a quick 30 second, one minute little, Hey, this is the cool Mac product. You know what? Mac world. Wouldn't that
1: be cool? That would be so, awesome. I know. Well, this is, so, this is uh, an app that's on the Apple App Store.
3: No. I said it's not on there yet uh it will be um I've been uh using it because of Daniel Daniel is the uh he's one of their uh, evangelists he is their evangelist Daniel's the the young guy that's my co-chair at the Teens and Tech conference you'll hear more about him later he's a Mac freak as well and he uh he was able to get me a copy and I've been testing it it works it works under both Wi-Fi and uh, over the 3G network, and um, I can't wait to see this when we're able to use 30 frames per second because it's not delivering 30 frames per second. Well, uh, that might be a
1: limitation of the iPhone, though, as well. Well, I, I believe it is, uh, and the
3: bandwidth speed. But you know, in, in the next few years, we're going to look back and laugh at you know what we had to put up with. Um, but. I, I just think it's really interesting and I can't wait. He says that you can embed this, Tim, right now. you can. We can stream this directly onto my Mac. So, oh, I'll do that. Because right I'll now, first, it I'll streams to
0: quick.com. Hmm. So, anyway, go, go ahead and mess around. Coming. You'll see. Uh, I do got something <laughs> else that I need to uh, talk about real quick here before yeah. Sam and I wrap up the show with a, uh, a tease. Um, on November 8th, Which is uh, like two weeks away. I'll be at a place in Michigan. It's called PodCamp Michigan. Um, It's for the Unconference for Michigan Podcasters and Bloggers. Uh, I'm giving a a talk there. And I believe Guy, Rick Stringer, is also going to be there. Oh, excellent. That'll be excellent. And I've suggested that uh, they talk to Rick and get him as a speaker up there, too, for the Variant Frequencies podcast. But uh, still going strong. It's absolutely going strong. So if you're in Michigan and you're interested in attending, it's November 8th. It is, I'm looking for where it's going to be. Um, it, this Michigan. is something new for them. It's well, yeah, it's in the <laughs> embassy, embassy, suites hotel in Southfield, Michigan. Just go up to Michigan. I'm sorry. Go up to podcampmichigan.org dot org, And I'll put a link on show 206 for this. Uh, you can get more information there. They're um, finalizing the schedule and uh, the times it's going to be, and who's going to be there and who's going to be speaking. But uh, I am going to be speaking there, and it looks like a lot of fun. It's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. So I wanted to get that out there. Cool. So Sam, you want to you want to give the tease or not?
3: Uh, yeah. Well, we can we can uh, we can tease. You know, there, there's an app that's coming that we have been working on and uh we don't want to talk, say what it is yet but basically it should we be could done. probably we could probably give the name. Uh no. I don't want to you do don't that give yet. Name? No okay. I don't because first of all I want to make sure we have the site that's up and running. And um in the site we have the site but it's still not finished. But basically it's a very simple uh productivity, I would say application and it it will be ninety nine cents
0: it will make call a lot more entertainment
3: yeah uh, it it's I would say it's a mixture of both because I think people that are you know tour guides will be able to use it if you 're at the bar if you're in a crowded space you'll be able to use it and uh it does one thing extremely well and uh I think it's worth ninety nine cents and um it'll be done in the next i would say four or five days, it's all, it's pretty, it is It's it is done, but it
0: needs to be really tweaked a little bit. We need That's to vet all. it a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, the idea came, I, it was actually my idea, the original idea, and I thought, well, this would be kind of cool, because Sam and I had been talking on the phone for a while about coming up with an app for the iPhone ourselves. Yep. Now, of course, neither Sam nor I are developers, so we knew that if we did come up with an idea, um, You'd have to get we had to else. find someone to develop right, it, right. 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 Now, the nice uh, relationship that Sam and I have is Sam is the getting things done guy. He knows everybody. And I'm the idea guy. I'm the guy that comes up with the idea. So between the two of us, that works it works out really me? well. What's that? Where does that leave me? You're the bodyguard. Ah, okay.
3: Uh, and right. by the way, I do have well, the ideas. I do have
0: some. Well, give <laughs> no. me some. Give me a little credit, Sam. Oh, yeah. So I put a PDF together. Uh, with pictures of the iPhone and photoshopped, and saying, "Well, this is what it would do. This is what it would look like." And Sam took that idea, found a developer, and we've been working with that developer now for about what five weeks? Yes, something like uh, that.
3: Something like that. And and we're gonna share a lot more with uh with the folks out there in Macland and iPhone land and App Minute land of
0: who the developer is, and also um um, what we'll he get, has been doing. Right. And we'll get that developer on our podcast when the app's been released so we can promote it. Now, obviously once that app goes live, I am going to promote the crap out of it, both at my com and at minute.com at, and on this podcast. Yep. If you guys listen to this podcast, you guys don't pay a dime for it. Uh, it's not free. I wouldn't pay for it either by, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, actually I do pay for it. It costs me a lot of money to produce this podcast. Yeah. Um, If you guys listen to it and you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch, because it will work with either, all we ask is you buy our app.
3: It's cheap. It's It's,
0: $0.99.
3: $0.99. For some people, it will be useful. Other people, it it won't be. I mean, really. But if you You ever... Buy it more than uh, once. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, I will say this. You know, a a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are... Media people, they have yeah. their own websites. And it would come in very handy from what I know if, about the app. If, yeah, well, you know what it is. Yeah. Um, if you could help us promote it, you'll be my best friend forever.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you'll you'll yeah. like it. And, Unlike and a lot
0: of app developers, Sam, we have the, uh, the know-how to really promote it. And so that's what we're going to do. That's where once the app's released, we're going to heavily promote it. And the reason that now – I know you guys are probably thinking, yeah, you guys are just trying to make a quick buck. Well, yeah, we are, but log that, uh, we want to make enough money so we can start developing software for the iPhone going into the future. Um, and the only way we're going to be able to do that is if we have working capital right. that, we can come, that we can turn some of these great ideas that Sam and I keep batting around back and forth into actual applications. And for that, like I said, we need a developer because Sam and I are not developers. Um, but I think that uh, it's a it's a simple idea. There's nothing else out there quite like it. It's very unique, which is, I think, say, I'm getting harder and harder to find on the iPhone. Pretty these much. apps. much. Um, so this is going to be something different. I think it's something that Apple could actually use in their commercials. I think it would work really well in that. Well, you know speaking,
3: I mean? speaking of commercials, we believe that you'll be able to, if someone wants to take it, they could promote their brand using the app as well. Very, very easy way to include uh, icons or whatever it might be that they're trying to promote. But you'll see when, when we come out with it. If, you,
1: if you're a limo driver, it'll come in pretty handy too.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you're exactly. Right. I think a lot of people are going to see in- this once in- it's released in the screenshots, and they're all going to smack their head and go, Why didn't I Don't. think of that? That's so simple. I can't believe that doesn't exist already. And it doesn't. This is pretty unique. There's there's two other products that do something in the same realm, but they're so crappy and nobody could use it that it's it, there's no competition. So that's enough of that. We don't want to give too much away. We'll talk more about it maybe next week. Maybe if we've submitted it to the App Store by next week, Sam, we news. can start heavily promoting it.
3: Well, we'll, we'll see. As of, uh, this weekend, there's going to be some interesting
0: changes. Uh, in, I mean, with the app, so I'm excited. Once it goes live, Sam, I'm going to use some really big words to to promote it.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. We're going to use some very big words to promote it. But uh, uh, with that said...
1: More than four letters? Uh, uh, Yeah. No, uh, so
0: anyways, uh, quickly, up at MyMac.com, Russ Walkowicz has got a review of the Marware CEO flip view for iPhone 3G. That's a case. He also has one for the Marware CEO sleeve for the 3G iPhone. Uh, it's cool that Russ has an iPhone. I think this is awesome. John I'm Nemirovsky through- did an interview with the company IPEVO. IPVO? Yeah. I, 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 the, you know who they are, Sam?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have a line of um, um, Skype-enabled microphones uh, for both users and
0: kind of business slash enterprise. Well, I'm sorry, uh, John Nemo's got a great interview up there, and uh, I definitely suggest everyone take a look at that and read it and uh, send John some email. And he also has a uh, Nemo memo up. Photo Magico by Boink Software updated evaluation and commentary. It's not necessarily a review, um, but that is some software that looks really, really interesting. And when that's finally uh, out there, I'm going to definitely check that out.
1: Well, I think uh, it's, it's, Boink Boink Software really makes some kind of cool stuff. And they and, do. Yeah, both myself and I can't remember who else. Somebody else has um, some stuff that they haven't released yet. That is going to be, a, a, I think, a game changer as far as either, you know, live video for one and possibly even pre-recorded. The yeah, And one other
0: story I want to mention, it was posted on the 21st of this month of October. It's called MacBook Pro 2008 Unbox Video. And that's you unboxing that MacBook Pro late 2008 model that you're sitting in front of right now, Sam.
3: Oh, where's that?
0: Uh, right underneath the CEO sleeve for i you know, I forgot to put a graphic on it. So it's kind of hidden in there. I don't know if I can change that. If it's you go something. on the main page, oh,
3: yeah,
0: yeah, uh, you'll see it. It's right above how it's not between demo. Russ and David pro. Yeah. The problem is I didn't put a graphic. So it, it's, it's basically hidden. Oh, and, uh, that nice. was just because I, well, I meant to put it on the blog side where it would stand out. And I put it on the feature side and realize it for a couple of days. You know what? I also didn't realize. And, and, uh, Oh there it is. The the person yeah. who pointed this out to me was David Cohen from the cruise ship. He sent me an email with a link to a, a site that was publicizing uh podcast 205 being released. And the problem is if you look at it that was last week's show with Brian Hughesy from Adobe Photoshop. Right. If okay. you look at it the oh, graphic it says, says 201. <laughs> it says 201. All right. I didn't I didn't change you know, that when I updated it. And I never noticed it until until he sent me that email. And wait, at this wait, point, I'm like, I'm just going to leave it there. Would you please change the uh, to unbox to Sam Levin instead of MyMac Administrator?
3: It's not the administrator. It's but me.
0: You don't, but you don't have an account at MyMac.com, Sam. Yes, yes I do. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go up there. I do, too. I have had one for years. Is it Sam Space Levin? I
3: don't know. Let me go. Log in right now. Here. Welcome, Sam Levin. I'm logged
0: in right now. S-A-M-L-E-V-I-N. One word. There's one word. See, that's the problem. I don't. you got to have Sam space Levin, and what? that account isn't uh, a staff account. It's just a user account.
3: Well, change it, damn it.
0: I can't change it. Once the user's created, that's the uh, way it is. Just listen. go up there and register a new account with the same password and all that, and then I'll make it... Uh, I'll give you blog access and all that kind of thing. And then we can start posting things under yourself. And you'll also have an archives page if you do that.
3: I already do at My at mac at Mac.com.
0: Yes, oh. with an archive at MyMac.com, which gets 10 times the traffic that yours does in all a right. month and a day.
3: Sign up. <laughs> I'm going to click sign up right now. And I have to do username Sam space, space Levin.
0: Yeah, and use capital letters, capital S, and then, you know, A-M, and then capital L. Yeah, you know, like that. Okay, but In- we're almost at a, a, an hour and twenty minutes, so we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, Guy, thanks for coming on and and being here. You're about three minutes later than you said you had to get out of here. Yeah, so, yeah. so you got to run, man.
1: Yeah, I do. I got to go, baby. <laughs>
0: thanks for coming on, Guy. Sure, it was thanks, fun, Guy. And uh, Sam, thanks for sticking with me the whole show. It's it been a while fun. since you've done that, and I appreciate it. And we will be back next week. David Cohen will be returning. Uh, Guy Thurlow will be returning. Yep. And Sam and will have a MyMac Sam.
1: account. Yeah. I'm doing go. it
0: right now with my little avatar. <laughs> 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 and we're off.
1: MyMac.com ah! Nico, my cousin! Welcome to America! Come, check out the MyMac podcast with Tim Robertson with me. You will love it! <laughs> MyMac.com